Hey everyone, my name is Jake Eichert, and today's devotional comes from 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 1-13. through 13. It says, This is now the second letter that I am writing to you, beloved. In both of them, I am stirring up your sincere mind by way of reminder that you should remember the predictions of the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and Savior through your apostles, knowing this first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, following their own sinful desires. They will say, Where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. For they deliberately overlooked this fact, that the heavens existed long ago, and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God, and that by means of these the world that then existed was deluged with water and perished. But by the same word the heavens and earth that now exist are stored up for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. But do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn? But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. I want to share three things that stand out to me from this passage. The first one is Peter's prediction of scoffers who deny Jesus and follow their own desires. Certainly, every generation has contained some form of these people, but it highlights something that we discussed on Sunday from Jude that seems to be standing out to me a lot lately. See, there's this general warning that I see repeated throughout Scripture, and it's this, that people will deny Jesus and make themselves God. Now, my guess is that probably isn't new information to you. That's probably not earth-shattering or something that you're necessarily too enlightened by. But this is what it looks like. People will become their own ultimate authority. They will trust their own instincts and desires. And they will do what makes the most sense to them, regardless of if those things line up with how Scripture teaches us or the authority of God. Now, the way we as believers stand out is not because we are smartest or fastest or best looking, but it's because we submit to a higher authority that others do not. Here's the second thing that stands out to me. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise. Some days, I'm not going to lie, I don't really mind living here on earth. I'm blessed with an incredible wife and son that I love dearly. I have friends that, I, that care about me and encourage me. I have food and shelter and water. Things are not that bad. I live a, a blessed life. But other days, Jesus cannot come fast enough. In those days, this passage can be a great reminder. Certainly, we will have hard days as humans and especially as believers. I mean, Jesus warned us of this. But God is not sitting around waiting to see how much we can handle or to see if we crack, to see if we are going to fail in our belief in him. No, he's giving every individual an opportunity to repent and experience eternal life. God's great mercy is shown in his patience with humanity. If I was God, I probably would have shut this whole thing down a long time ago. But just as the scriptures say, he is willing to lead the 99 to find just the one. There is no soul that God wants to leave unrepentant. Finally, the last thing that stands out to me is that we are awaiting a new home. In the final verse of this section, verse 13, it says, But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. 
See, my best days on this earth, your best days on this earth, will not compare to our worst day in the coming age with God. In our new dwelling, righteousness dwells with us. Every tear is wiped away and every pain is healed. God and his love for us is preparing a new place for us to dwell forever with him. Would you take heart in that today? Would you be encouraged by the fact that God loves you and cares for you? And even though he sees your pain and challenges and struggle here on earth, he is preparing a new home for you where none of that will exist. Maybe today is a day that you don't mind being here on earth. Maybe things aren't so bad. But maybe it's a day that Jesus can't come back soon enough. Either way, there is a beautiful inheritance waiting for us. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for the ways that you are encouraging and shaping us today. I pray for those who are listening to this who may be going through a very difficult time in their lives, and this is an encouraging passage for them. I hope it's an encouraging passage at least, that all of the things of this earth, our troubles, our challenges, will all be burned off so that we could exist in a new, perfect dwelling place with you. And God, I pray that as we look forward to that, that we would see those around us as those that are maybe still waiting to repent, to turn to you, God, that we would, as the scriptures say, we would hasten your coming by sharing uh, the love of Jesus with them, that they might turn away from their own choices, from being their own God, and submit to the authority of the one true God, and accept the forgiveness of his son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. We love you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for checking out this devotional from Mission City Church. You can find out more information about our church as well as our full scripture reading plan at missioncitykc.com. You can also follow us at Mission City KC on Instagram or Mission City Church on Facebook. We're a non-denominational church that meets at the Merriam Community Center at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. We would love to see you there.